0: Hello and welcome to We're Going Chasing. We have a very special edition today. We're delighted to be joined by Rob Atchison of Rob Core Racing. Um, We're going to have two parts to this interview. The first, we're going to look at their open company hurdlers and chasers and a couple of of bumper horses. And the second part will be focusing on the novice hurdlers and novice chasers for the upcoming season. So first of all, Rob, thanks very much for joining us. It's great to have you on the show.
1: Ah, sure, look, it's great to be back. Um, Really enjoyed last year. I thought it was going to be the only one I ever did. But sure, look, I haven't seen yeah. you in a while, so it made sense to hop on with you again and yeah. build away, go through, hopefully give get the, get the people a few winners
0: yeah very good. um you're out there in Australia at the moment um I know in previous years you've been heavily involved in race planning and that are you finding it hard to be
1: involved this year are you taking more of a back seat? or how is that playing out for you uh yeah, no, it's not really it's not really something I'm thinking about too much when I'm out here now um obviously, I'm thinking about i am thinking about what we what I want to do with every horse, but it's the boys we have a great team thankfully um Robbie Power, Robbie Powers had the involved with Henry's and he'd be advising on a couple of more. And then uh Gordon obviously as who I think is the best in the game and Ryan McGilligan. So they're firmly doing it all now. I wouldn't I wouldn't be doing too much out here and I'm, I'm just I'm just doing the work here and improving myself and then coming back.
0: Very good. Very good. Um before we look ahead uh to to this season, can I ask you about last season? Were you happy with how it went?
1: Oh, sure, look, it was, to be honest, it was a fucking dream, really, like, um, yeah. sorry, I don't know if I was Low curse or not, but it's in you there now. Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Killing as well, you to um Yeah, sure, look, um, we ended up winning, it was our best season by a mile, we ended up winning five grade ones, second and four more, I think we won 30-ish races total, with start of 11 or 12 black type races thrown in there so if one in if we can keep going with that vein where one in every three wins is a black type win jeez you'd be delighted with it like
0: yeah 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 very good and if you were to look back and if and if you were to pick out one day we'll say that you really enjoyed or that you'd love to relive would you be looking at the Hatton's Grace would you be looking at Aintree which, which day really stands out in your memory from last year
1: um it's probably not one people would expect like, but um I got I got a lot of satisfaction out of Magic Days winning the Opera hat in ace, would you believe in February okay. because <laughs> I remember being away I remember being away with um uh, the boss uh, Mags Alex in Otoy last May and I said we were just talking about different horse and I said, "Geez, I think this mare is mayor is eschewing to win the opera hat next year, so Doing that sort of nine months okay. uh, thinking thinking along that nine months in advance and then her going and going and doing it is yeah it was satisfying for myself but your look there were a lot of great days as you say the Hatton's Grace is is one I know you were there with me it was a fucking great day now so um just because it's just because when you don't expect it either like I think there's a lot when you have a sure price it's there is pressure that comes with it but I don't think yeah. i said no one in the race course thought your man had fucking win that day. I think the silly aisles yeah, yeah. as well. The silly aisles for Jerry was a good one from personally as well. So I was thrilled with that. But yeah, yeah. no, it should look. And you were just touched said, off.
0: You were just touched off in a race a couple of hours before Chupu that day at the Hatton's Grace as well. Um, yeah, yeah, and I I can remember you were doing a strange amount of talking about Chupu, saying it's all about Chupu, and we were thinking, Jesus, the other fella had a much better chance. <laughs> But yeah, uh, no, I know. I remember who, who was it on the day? Can you remember off the top of your head?
1: It was Irish Point. Irish yeah, Point yeah, yeah, yeah. Marine National and the Royal Bond. Oh, yeah, that was it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. Um, Yeah, he kind of Marine National, obviously, best novice, how are they going last season? But when you kind of go into the Royal Bond, I suppose the last couple of years. The last couple of years it hasn't really been the strongest of grade ones you could nearly call it one of the weaker grade ones in ireland certainly like there's been a couple of a couple of weird old winners over the last couple few years so when we were beaten in that after jumping the last looking like winning i was kind of cursing our luck thinking "Ah, oh, jesus we're never going to win a grade one again we've had a, we've had a tart all time but sorry sorry 12 months but um yeah so then see if we went and did it and uh, Turned the day into a fantastic day, really.
0: Like Yeah, yeah, very good. And then, finally, on last year, if there was one horse that you felt really exceeded your expectations, is there anybody that really shocked you and you thought, God, this fella's much better than uh, than what we thought? Oh. It doesn't necessarily have to be a novice now. It could be an open company horse who sort of took a step up that you didn't think had it in him. Or, uh, I
1: suppose who would probably come under that category, but it's I don't okay, like saying yeah. him because he, he, he won a grade one, like, but um, yeah, yeah, any, yeah, Renny that really kicked off. Do you know who was actually a great old horse last year? It was Indiana Jones from outs? Hmm. He ended up with a great I, I suppose he, he was he was half the season before, he was nearly half tripless, like, you didn't, yeah, yeah, <clears throat> he seemed too slow for two miles, he wasn't getting two and a half miles. So it was a it was a fantastic training performance from the mouse to go and win a grade three with him and then get grade one place as well. Like, yeah, he got that. He got that in Punchestown. Now, no, no it, was, it was a great bit of race plan by mouse. He's the one that picked it out. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah no, it, it was brilliant. Just like he he was a good old money spinner last year. Now in fairness,
0: yeah, we're we're big fans of the mouse uh, on on this podcast. I'm sure of course. you know. <laughs> But uh, look, we'll get, we'll get straight into it, Rob. Um, we'll kick yeah, it off uh, with your open company hurdlers. And the horse I'm actually going to start with is Aspire Tower. I know, speaking to you a few weeks ago when we were planning this podcast, the plan was obviously the horse and jockey hurdle, which we're recording now in the... Sunday morning at 6 Saturday morning at 6:30 a.m. so the horse and jockey hurdle is tomorrow and unfortunately Aspire Tower doesn't have a, an entry or a declaration is everything still all right with him um and and just yeah what's the what's the plan for him
1: Yeah when when we were speaking that was the plan alright but um like it's that kind of came into the equation because he went away to the car did a great piece of work then it was probably about Two days after I was speaking to you, he went away again to the car and did a bit of an underwhelming piece of work. So, um, okay. rather than rather than after that, after the time off, rather than throwing him into a hot race, a hot graded race straight away, I'd say the plan is to go to Punchestown in about oh geez, it's it might be Tuesday week or something like that. There's a there's the conditions hard like it's two mile or two mile two. And he'll go there and you'll probably find out. It's easier to find out where he is if you go there because it's run, running in a lower grade. You don't want to give yourself the excuse of, ah, oh, sure, look, it was in a graded race. It's, we, we'll give him another go to see where he is. You kind of find out straight away. So, yeah, yes. that's the plan with him anyway. Hopefully, I know he's had a tired all time for the last couple of years, but uh, hopefully he can come back. He probably, look, It'd be, it'd be wishful thinking to come back and think he's going to be a grade one performer again but look until until he proves otherwise then you just have to give him a go and see how he gets on and he still seems to be enjoying the work so okay. once once he's enjoying it there's no point in retiring because right? he can no. spend any amount of years standing in field
0: yeah 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 he's still very young as well
1: hmm Right, we'll uh, move
2: on to the next horse on our list. It's uh, Chupu, the Hatton's Grace winner from last year. I suppose you look at him and like unbelievable season he had last year, obviously winning the Hatton's Grace, the first horse to beat Honeysuckle. Then he's ran away with the presenting Percy my Hurdle at Goran Park. And I suppose he was a small bit unlucky in the stairs hurdle then. um, Didn't get his ground at Punchestown. Um, like, What's the plan for him this year? Is it going to be similar two races and then on to Cheltenham or... Is there anything else you want to take in?
1: Um, no. The plan is the plan is all right. It's certainly starting to start in the Grace. I think um, I think it's probably going to be. We were kind of looking at it this year that um, Sherlock Honey might be. Honey's definitely not going to be there anymore. Or classical Dream. I'd say he was probably a bit more forward than we were at the time. Just looking at them in the ring. so we were kind of thinking, uh Sherlock, sure, it's he could have a great chance in it again. But unfortunately, uh, Willie is after. It. Confirmed that in Perry passes Passes, hardland, so I wouldn't be surprised if he wrapped up there first time this season. Because I, I can't imagine himself and State Manor run against each other in the Marquianas, so it makes sense for one of them to go over two and a half. And Sherlock, he's he's fairly he's one of Aldi more easy. He's a wicked, he's a wicked good horse. So Sherlock, we'll see, we'll see what we'll see what level he's at then. And Sherlock, hopefully we can hopefully we can deliver again. Um, going forward then. <clears throat> Going forward, it's you have the option of the Galimai, but I think we might just wait, wait, and go straight to the Sayers after that. I think he seems to he seems to be a better horse fresh. I know when Dave, Davey was think Davy said he didn't feel the same horse in Cheltenham that he did in Gorn that day, and look he's he's a year older. He's six turning seven now. I saw him just before he came out and. He's, I remember speaking to he at the time, and he's probably the horse that's grown the most out of ours. Like he looks like he nearly looks like a gold Cup horse at this stage. Like he's bigger and stronger. So I'd say I wouldn't. I think he could end up kicking on again this year and improving another couple of pounds. And if he does that, he's definitely the one to beat. And he's definitely the one to beat in the division, and he could really. I think it's a division waiting for someone to stamp their authority on it. And if he improves like we hope he will, for being bigger and stronger, and another year older and wiser, then geez, he could really make it his own. Hopefully,
0: were you ever tempted to go chasing or anything like that?
1: No, no, never, never even thought about it. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think if if last season, if last season didn't go as it did, where you win a grade one, you win a grade, it, the gamma is grade two, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And then look, the stairs. It's he. It was a weird. It was a funny old race. I actually think. The best horse in the day one, I think he didn't probably. We probably didn't get the. We didn't run to our best in it. Um, and then Punchestown. Look, it was quicker ground. I still think. I still think he actually ran a blinder in Punchestown because he didn't like. People say, "Oh, sure, the ground is the ground is everything to him. If he doesn't get his ground, he still he he might have only be beaten three or four lengths after running consistently well all season, and then." On ground, he supposedly hates. He still ran a wicked race. So I'm saying you know, again, if he gets old, if he gets, he is bigger and stronger, so he could improve on that ground as well. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be, like, I wouldn't be writing him off as just a fucking mudlark. Like, yeah, I think, yep. I think, you'd, I think it'd be a dangerous game to do that.
2: That's good news. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Hopefully, it opens more doors as well for you uh, ground wise. Uh, so we move on to the next one. Another really consistent horse from last year, uh, Irish Point. Obviously we spoke about the Royal Bond. He was he was an unlucky loser having bumped into, as you said, the best novice hurdler really from last year, um, in, in Marine National, second in the Lawlers then to Champ Kylie, winner of a grade three in NACE, and then obviously the big one, the grade one in entry, and Davy Russell's last grade one as well. So that's that's it's a pretty cool thing too. Um so he's staying over hurdles this year, I believe. So what's the, the plan with him?
1: Yeah, he is staying over hurdles. It, it's funny, it's I think I actually mentioned it on the podcast last year that my favourite horse in training that wasn't ours was Dorasso. Because he's just a he's a great old money spinner. He always runs his races and it's I think with Irish Point it's I think if people might be thinking, Oh, Sherlock, he's he's obviously not schooled well over fences and that's how they keep him hard and he actually hasn't schooled over fences at all. Um it's it's one of those like there's just to be fair to the lads, I didn't I think I was in favour of it, but it wasn't really my idea. The lads have decided, have pointed out that there's a good few races he could end up winning like. So I'd say he's definitely he's probably going to start in the WKD Hardland down Royal. and um, after that then you get the option of going a couple of places. It's if you didn't, if you didn't start there, if he just missed that for some reason, you've the Liz and Navin, you've you've um the Hattons Grace once he gets his first run, if he goes well, he can nearly step him up to three mile for the Christmas hardlin in like, because it's, it's just about finding races that you can be competitive in and go well in, and I think he could be a great old money spinner, like, it's, even if he didn't get the three miles, he could be a perfect horse for, say, a Red Mills, Harzl, and Gorn, and February, like, there's just that, he has probably more options there in terms of, like, he seems to be fairly versatile over two, over trip-wise, so, I think he's best at two and a half myself, but um, he's still been competitive. He's won a grade three over two miles. He's won. He was second in a grade in a grade one over two miles. Like it's, I think it's. He's another one that he was kind of. He was kind of a bit raw last year. Like he was kind of learning on learning on the job the whole time. I I remember he he is when he gets it right. He's a really sick hardler. There was one day. There was the day in Nace, in the lawlers, he didn't jump particularly well, but he ended up. Wait, he ended. He really kicked on after that and grew up and kind of matured. And I think, yeah, no, there's plenty of races in him. And if you remember, I I picked him out as my horse to follow for you last year. So mm, a delicious. great one winner, I'd um, I hopefully hopefully hits. I can provide another one this year, but um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have my hopes too high. <laughs> And uh, obviously
2: um, he's um he's he's ground versatile enough. Like he's probably a small bit better with with the cutting the ground.
1: Yeah. Um. The only race he ran poorly in last year would have been the two mile race, the two mile novice race at D R F. Yeah. And I think he is he would be versatile ground wise, but I just think on quicker ground over two miles, they will probably just go too quick for him. Yeah. I think that's the only thing that really take him out of his comfort zone. Other than that, I think. When he steps up in trip on better ground, I don't think it's not going to make too much of a difference to be able to handle yeah. it. So, look hopefully hopefully he can. He can be a good old money spinner this year and pick up a good few more races. Yeah,
0: and uh, another horse from last year, uh, a novice last year that's staying over hurdles is Absolute Notions. Uh, he had some quite good form last year, but was probably unlucky to bump into the likes of In The Pocket and Goodland. Um, You've decided to stay hurdling with this fella anyway?
1: Yeah, we have. It's it's one of those. Um he's like the two of them are only five turns six. I think notions he actually did screw over fences and to be fair to him, he's I have a couple of videos of him here and he's good and brave and he's he's fairly wings him, but it's just we think we having the extra year over Harlesford might be no harm. Like it's um he ran as he said he ran well in a couple of races. He is one though I do think he's, He'd be quite ground dependent now. He's a good ground yeah. horse. If there's a bit of cut like it's the race in Nace, while well, he finished fourth that day, I think in third, I think, yeah, in behind Park, in the three break, yeah. Yeah, that was it. And he just couldn't um Jack came in on off him and just said, no, he couldn't get out of the ground. So while he went off, he then ran a blinder in Leopardstown. I know a lot of people, a lot of people are tipping mm. up um Goodland and Sandor Clegane for big and better things this year. But um land hasn't been spoken about too much, but it's one of those, you don't really mind that, but he does, he could have a good handicap in him somewhere. Like there's plenty of options for three mile handicaps around the place. And hopefully he has the improvement. We think he will. And I think three miles will really get the best out of him. Aintree didn't really work, but I remember saying at the time to a couple of people, if the rain came in injury and the ground went against them and sure, look, it happens, but for our, we would have rather the rain came and take him out of it than the rain didn't come and put more pressure on Jerry and Irish Point that week that mm. started a couple of days. So it was it was one we took we took with open arms, even though it was probably to the poor old absolute notion's detriment.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. Um, very good. We'll move on from there. So on to our open company chasers. And we're going to start with uh, with Mouse again and Gentleman's Game. Actually, we we're speaking about Irish Point. Gentleman's Game was a horse that you uh, gave us as the Cheltenham Antipost pick at 33-1. And he unfortunately only got out once. But he showed a level of form that he very well he could have been very competitive in uh, an RSA. Um. He's obviously going to step into open company chases now this year. He's surely one you're very excited about. Um,
1: he is. Yeah, it's it's funny when you actually look at us. I think, you. I think he won by about eight lengths that day in Leopardstown, and I remember I was telling everyone that week. I was telling everyone that week. He's 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 the bet of the Christmas for us. Like, um, yeah, he he's uh, he's riddled with talent. I know, he's just a bit injury prone, which is. Which is just something we're gonna to have to mind. But for in terms of where we want to go, I think you kind of have to he's gonna to be tough to try and you're gonna to, to campaign him like a grade one horse, really, because mm-hmm. the level of form he's at now, he's ran one to beat I am am Maximus, who won the Irish National by about six or eight lengths. Um he won handy enough that day. I know he's he's rated the mid to high one fifties now. So it's not you're kind of you're not gonna get a mark of sort of one four five from him, like he, if he runs poorly. So I think you're just gonna have to fucking campaign him campaign him like a great one horse and see how see how he gets on. It's I still think, yeah, I think I agree with you. He probably he definitely he certainly had the talent to be banged there in an RSA last year, or a brown advisory even and look, he's declared today, he's declared today for people wondering recording the day of the the last day of September when the PwC champion chase is on in Goran. And um, look, he probably, it's funny, um, I was telling people today, he's a good ground horse. It's a trip way too short for him. He's a a definite three-miler. He's up against the Ryanair winner. He's up against one of the winning most horses in Willie Mullen's yard. But I still have my, my, myself myself convinced that he's so talented he'd have a chance. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, there, there's absolutely nothing going in his, going in his yeah, nothing, nothing, But yeah, it's, yeah. I have so much faith in the horse that I think, like, I think he could give it a rattle if you get me. Like, it's. But that's he could, he'll probably go and run stink now and be beaten 40 lengths. <laughs> of but no, that's just how much faith I have in the horse. I know it's, he was the horse I was most excited about last year, and um, it's a pity, it's a pity he's not a novice anymore after only getting the beginners into him. But look, it's he's a really, really good horse. He's really, really talented. He's with the right man. He's taking his time with him. He's a proper mouse horse like. Yeah. He's a real mouse horse and hopefully he'll end up thriving whether it be, well, he mightn't be he mightn't be a Gold Cup horse, he might end up being say a betway Bowl horse or something like that or even there's plenty of grade twos if he doesn't live up to that level, like there's there's any amount you can do with them. so look, he's with the right man Um hopefully hopefully he can put, his, put himself his best foot forward today but I said there's not much going in his favour, but uh yeah, yeah, hopefully hopefully we can kick on with him this year now. And he gets going. on it.
0: Fingers crossed, I'll be there myself anyway, shouting them on. So uh f- fingers crossed for him is right. Uh moving on from there, we're staying with uh, we're staying with the great mouse and French dynamite. You told us again, and we put it out on the same tweet as Aspire oh. Tower, that the plan was to go to New York for the American Grand National. Uh he's a horse last year who like it was only bet five or six lengths in a Ryanair, um, by Envoy Allen. He's still only eight, which is bizarre because the he has been around, uh, an awful long time, but uh, he's been a great servant, and I'm sure he's he's going to continue, uh, to be a great servant. But uh, looking at the American Grand National, is, is that still the plan?
1: Oh, it is. Yeah, Jesus, it's one, it's one, um, it's one that was the we came up with sort of last March, even after, after the Ryanair, but um, it's funny, it's a, it's one, um, it's a race I've always wanted to win. Um, since jury duty won it for Garden a couple of years, ago, I thought, Jesus, that'd be class to go over and have a chance of winning a grade one. That's worth a good few quid in America. Like, so look, thankfully we have the right type of horse for it. He's, he's a good ground horse. He's really consistent. He just didn't particularly get the best of the ball last year in terms of the big races. Like uh, he ran a blinder in the Paddy Power. He just happened to miss the last, really, which um, I think he probably would have got. He, I think Gallo probably would have won. Still would have won, but I think it's hard. It's hard. It would have been. It's harsh to say we would have beaten them. I think he probably still would have won, but we would have been an awful, awful lot closer. Um. Then yeah, he won over hurdles. He ran a blinder in the Ryanair. Didn't didn't run well. Didn't run well in. Um, didn't run well in Tarlis he was going to be competitive but he came down he still would have been beaten that day and look. when Mouse when Mouse has a day in mind the horse is ready for the day so yeah. it's going to be it's going to be tough to beat if Hewick. if Hewick comes back in the form he was last year he'll be a tough horse to beat but if uh, I certainly wouldn't I wouldn't be swapping our lad for anyone in the race really
0: yeah and longer term would you be thinking the Ryanair again? Because both trips he's taken to Cheltenham both last season were possibly his best two performances. He seems to go quite well there at, at Cheltenham.
1: Yeah, he does. He does. He's ran a blinder both times, really. I know um he's a horror star, really gets on well with they just they just click, if you get me, like they know each other like the back of their hands. Um uh so yeah, sure. look it's the two runs at Cheltenham, it's They're both blinders, but to be honest, we haven't really thought about anything beyond the States yet. I think that's been the target for so long now that if you go start looking at other races for him, you can only really do it after he comes out. But with the travel, you have to see how he comes out, but whether he needs a break after it, because I know he wouldn't... He was in our place. He was in our place over the summer now, and Keith O'Brien, who's a big part of our team, mine uh, looked after him excellently, and he went back in great condition, but he he can, he can be a bit of a fruit loop at times, like he can be a bit of an otter, like, so it's um, uh, we'll see, we'll see and hopefully he travels well and if he does he should have a great chance, but no, haven't looked at anything beyond that yet. Very good. <clears throat> uh, so the next one on our list, and
2: staying with Mouse Morris for one more time, is that horse you alluded to earlier, uh, Indiana Jones, uh, he did a busy campaign last year, ran seven times with a couple of wins, won a beginners and uh, won a grade three, like, bit. Be subsequent grade one winner flame bearer that day as well up in Navin. Um Obviously got his, came third in the grade one then behind El Fabiolo in um, Pontius town. Uh, he's tried a couple of different trips last year and it sort of seems you've landed on two miles. Um, suppose being a brother to French dynamite and mighty Potter, is there a chance he will go up and trip or do you see him staying at two miles?
1: Uh, he'll stay at two miles actually. Um, it's probably one of probably one of the more out there targets so far but he's going to go for the holding gold cup in exeter um the handicap there the grade two handicap um i think that that kind of race it'll, it'll really suit him and she look it's that's what that's the one day he's been trained and mind for so um he'll be he'll be turning up bang on for it and after that again haven't really looked at it because that's that's the day for him we think um I know. Like, there's been a couple of really classy winners over the last couple of years, so you could end up bumping into a very good one. But sure, look, that's why it's a handicap. It gives you a chance, no matter what. It's it's weighted, so they all finish in a line, basically. So sure, look, hopefully we have a couple more pound in hand. Helden Gold Cup. That's in start of November, exactly. is it? Yeah. Uh, it is. It, oh, Jesus! It's the like mm, middle of November, start of December. Hang on a All right. Okay. Hang on. Oh, geez, you put me under pressure there. Starting November. Yeah, it was on
0: yeah.
1: the fourth of November.
0: So you can just, cut yeah, right.
1: just cut that out. that Yeah. Grand job. Okay, going. Uh, yeah, so we'll
2: move on from the mouse and move over to move over to Henry. Uh, so the first one here is a Journey with me. Uh grade three winning novice chaser from last year. Second to uh, very smart mayor and Impervious, and another grade three. Obviously, came down in the race run by Farinilly in Punchestown. Um, he's got a mark of one hundred and fifty-one. Where where does that leave him sit this year?
1: Um, yeah, it's one of those that um he's 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 a horse that really frustrates you at times, like because he's he certainly has ability, but he doesn't often put his best his best foot forward. Like he's he'd be fond of an old fall every now and again. Like I think <laughs> um he wouldn't he wouldn't he wouldn't be the best jumper in the world, but it's one of those. We think we think we might have found what his issue was for wanting to run away the whole time rather than not getting into a rhythm. So hopefully hopefully we can kick on a bit. I think Marcoy is off one five one, you wouldn't qualify for a Paddy Power or anything like that. So oh, Jesus, I couldn't I couldn't see him going over to a Hennessy or anything like that. Um even though he'd probably be weighted to go well in it. Um it's one of those again. We're probably gonna have to campaign him as a great as a grade one horse and see where you fall in the pecking order. Then, like, it's he's just a tough one. He's a tough one to go to where to aim for. He could, I, I'd say, he'll probably end up starting off in the second season chasers, the Wexford race. If yeah, you the, one, the one. Indoor one, yeah, that's the one. That's the one. There's been a couple of good horses from Henry's gone there, so I'd say. That'll probably be penciled in as his, or else you could go to Down Royal for the same for the second season chasers race over two and a half as well. Yeah. there's a couple of options for him, but we'll be campaigning him as a as a grade one horse and then see see how we where we fall in the pecking order. But it's not <clears throat> when I say campaign him as a grade one horse, just so the viewers know, I don't that doesn't mean I think he's a grade one horse. It's just to find out where you stand.
0: And you started off with journey with me saying that he's a horse that has frustrated you possibly. Um, I can imagine that ain't that a shame as potentially one that could fall in to that category as well. <laughs> he really looked like he was going to win a big handicap for you. Uh, you know, looking back to the Munster National last year, like he was up against being, the big dog there. The big dog was rated 140 that day and obviously was rated 159. Uh, at the end of last season, and and is no longer with us. Um, but I, I'm sure you're still hopeful of a of a big pot in him. There's surely one in him.
1: Uh, I'm half starting to give up on him now. He just seems oh, yeah. to hate winning. <laughs> really, that like. he seems to hate winning. He looked in the Monster National. He made a Horlicks at the last, and then um, made a Horlicks at the last when he was probably going to win, and which allowed the big dog to come and win it. Like and then, um, geez, he looked like it. It was a matter of when he went when he ran into Paddy Power. Turn it in, you would have thought how far, like, mm. yeah if you actually yeah. go and match it back, it looks I like he it. is going to win. It looks like he's going to win by twenty lengths, and yeah. somehow finishes fourth. Yeah, it's, um, uh... you can say you can say he, he's probably he's probably a stronger traveller than he is. He's probably tra- looks like he's travelling better than he is more left in the tank than he actually yeah. does. No, I just think oh, it's it's one of those for people punting him like he's gonna go to the tri Town now. Hopefully, give that a go, and then go to the Paddy Power again. If yeah. say if he doesn't win the try, say if he doesn't win the Try Town, he still has the mark to go to the Paddy Power. He probably will. Like, but um, the Try the, the Town is the aim at the moment. He won it a couple of years ago with Chris's dream. That was a great holiday. day, and um, Sherlock sure will see. But uh, I couldn't. I wouldn't be advising anyone to put money on him now. He just really, really does not enjoy winning races. Yeah, he got
0: seven pound that day too for for being second to, to the big dog but it didn't stop him uh, you know when he came around to Leopardstown at Christmas he still put in a, a fair yeah, performance
1: and just I don't know look he's just it uh, it's it's a, 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 a weird old horse, like, is it? yeah, yeah, Maybe, oh, maybe, I, know maybe. He, I know If he could actually end up to know if, if you're a punter at home and you backed him a couple of times I'd say you'd hate the sight of him <laughs> absolutely <laughs> despise him right? yeah Maybe yeah, maybe you know. when everybody gives but up, he, on didn't, him, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't, he he was going well to a point in the stall. He missed it hard last, and they kind of got away from him then. So I know he finished ninth, but I think we do think he still has, we still has, we hope he has a handicap, yeah, a handicap coming this season. But it's the longer, like he's older than you think as well. He missed a couple of years through injury. Mm. So yeah, is he is he nine turn and ten yeah, now? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it's he's kind of running out of time. The same t- at at this stage. If you don't really get one, he didn't. He's if you don't really get one this side of Christmas, I'd be worried about getting one at all. Like he went. He was punted. He was punted in the Grand National. I don't actually know where that money came from. I'd say it might have been the Rachel factor a bit. And he looked. He looked like he was going really well, and then just happened. He was traveling really well. He was jumping really well. Crossed the Melling Road, and just. Emptied. He didn't yeah. get the trip, um. So it's kind of look. He might. He might maybe be for an ice. Maybe someday when. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's someday that's when everybody's
0: given up on him, and he's about thirty-three or. 40. Oh, that's it. One that's one, one, that's going. That's going to him, be then it. Then one day you don't. Expect, <laughs> one day you don't expect him to run well. He'll win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One horse that I certainly haven't given up on. Then, Bob Ollinger uh, back over hurdles last year. That first race wasn't devoid of promise um i felt that the second um
2: to home by the lee
0: home by the lee but there were 10 lengths clear at third and there was good horses in behind i felt that that was quite a good race but things just didn't pan out as you would have hoped to um last year i can imagine and
1: i see from speaking to you that the plan now is to go back over fences uh yeah we're tying we're tying, we're certainly tying with the idea anyway um it's not concrete whether we do whether we do or not he's still not back in full training yet so um okay. he'll probably he'll, he might end up going back monday all being well like it's um it's one of those it's he'll get one or two runs this season see how he's going and if he's still if he's still underperforming to what he was i'd say he'll end up being retired it's He's a horse. He's given us our best days ever. Really, like winning. He won our first grade one. He won our first Cheltenham race. It's we're setting up our own place at the moment, and we have a couple of retirees there. And if look, if he does, if he's not, if he's not enjoying it and he's not running well, we'll retire him. And as um, someone I admire a lot, um, and O'Toole always says, when they retire, hugs and rugs, and if we're getting plenty of them, if we're getting plenty of them back home with us now.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully that uh, retirement doesn't come too soon because, like, he's, he was a really classy horse and he still has it. It's just a case of, of reigniting possibly that, that little light under him again.
2: Uh, and so, the last one on our, our list for the, the open company chasers is the three time grade one winner uh, over fences last season, Jerry Clome. Uh, obviously, he's sort of second favourite now for the Gold Cup Um, won the Faheen at uh, Limerick at Christmas uh, the City Isles over in Sandown Grade 1 in Aintree as well uh, very unlucky not to be unbeaten over fences just didn't didn't get up in time in the RSA another couple of strides and he had it Um, what's the plan for him this year sort of start off in a Betfair chase or a
1: Savills or what are you thinking about there? Um. Yeah, no, Jesus, he must be. If you if you listen to if you listen to people, he must be the slowest horse ever to win two grade ones over two and a half mile. Like it's um, people are making him out to be to make making him out to be a grand national type horse. Um, no, it's look, it's Jerry. Look, oh, Jesus, he was brilliant last year, and he was brilliant. Um, he won three grade ones. He was second in another one to the Real Lacker. I know we were absolutely. I I, I certainly I was. I remember seeing a tweet of it, uh, yeah, you should see the faces on I think it was by uh a man called Brian Galt. You should have seen the you should see the faces on Rob Carr after that. And it's probably because I was walking around like a, with a face like a slapped arse, really like, <laughs> Yeah, I just couldn't I couldn't believe I couldn't believe he got beat. But um no, fair play to the real lacquer. He was savage on the day. He's he's a great old horse, really, a great old story for connections and um no Sherlock, it. He put in a savage performance on the day. I'd say he I'd say he's a horse people are probably sleeping on a bit this season now. He just probably doesn't really have he probably doesn't really have the sex appeal that some that some people want to be considered a Gold Cup horse for people to talk about him as one with Jesus and two. he just keeps improving until he's beaten, you can't count him out. Um about Arlad, then yeah, there's a lot of options really. Like it's you've sort of four races within a month span as to where we go and um, you have the two race in down royal the second season novice and obviously um three mile grade one you have the clan Mill oil then the they're actually quite close together this year it's um i think the clan Mill oil is about five days after the race in down royal it's the saturday to the thursday so if i probably imagine if He's fit and ready to go at that stage. Tom come out of the equation, bar the, bar the ground and down ride right. is really quick. Um, and then you have the option of the Betfair Chase as well. I think if you're looking at him, I think he's not as ground dependent as people think. If you look at his form, he's won on good to soft a couple of times. He's won on yielding and always he's won round. He's won round um uh, sand, sand down on half better ground he's he's one round thoroughness on better ground which is which is probably people people have the assumption he's a he's a bad ground horse because he just ended up he bruised a bone that day that's why he ended up missing the Bartlett but no it's not it's not something i worry about that he's a heavy ground horse yeah out of those it's I can't actually tell you what's the most likely at the moment I think my preference my preference certainly I remember I said it to you months ago. I think it was after Aintree that Jesus the the Bedford Chase is the race for him to start off next season. And um, no, it's just you wouldn't be rushing into it. You're going. To, you're going to have to see how the ground is. It's just looking for safe ground, really, like not. And it's not that he excels on worse ground or better ground. It's just you don't want to risk it. Risk it in case he does get hurt on really, really quick ground and you end up missing targets later in the season. Um yeah, you're just gonna look you're gonna have to campaign him as a goal cup horse. Um uh Jesus he's the reigning champ gallop and champ is gonna be hard to beat. He's a bit of a freak really. I'd say he could he could win grade ones at any trip he just has that much ability. But yeah, no it's <clears throat> we have no re- we have no real reason to say look our lad is gonna be at them below. He's Stepped up to the plate. I think he's nine for, he's eight from nine now, including his point now. And he's, he's just not, he's not flashy. He's a real lazy horse. If people, if people, if people actually watch him, watch him like it's, he kind of has to be at him the whole time. He used to need a target. I think the best thing that happened for him in Sandown was, um, a horse went on in front of, kicked on in front of it. I think Nico kicked on on nicky's horse. And he gave him a target to aim at because when he when he used to idle a bit in front, so it's um yeah, look, it's uh he he grew up then in Aintree. I think that's the day that's the day we think yeah, this is a proper proper. This is a horse good enough to go into these open company grade ones now. It just it just seemed all to come together that day. And look, he'll as I said, I can't tell you where he starts, but I can tell you what the end goal is, and the end goal is Gold Cup. And please God he, he gets
2: there and, and, and wins it too. Be great to see great to see Jerry in winning the Gold Cup. Um so that concludes our open company chasers now. And we've just flagged a couple of bumper horses that we'd like to get a couple of lines on. So the first one is Qualamita. <laughs> so obviously she's a very exciting horse. She won her point to point by thirty lengths, rating a ninety one. There's been a lot of talk about her. Obviously, as she's only a four year old, you've decided to keep her in bumpers for the year.
1: Yeah, no, she's um, Jesus, she's really excited, I know if people actually go through and see what we buy in sales, I think we've only ever topped two sales. Bought the top lot, her and Absolute Notions, and coincidentally the same sale last year after when the Land Rover bumper. We don't, we don't really, really spend big at the sales, but Jesus, it's it's kind of one we we were we were waiting. I <clears throat> you know as you go into your novice video next um there, there's an awful lot of new horses but we didn't actually buy that many that have ran on the track last year so we're kind of we're kind of picking and being a bit more picky now and looking for the real real star quality and jesus she she showed it she seemed to show it in abundance that day like she's from she's she's a real good page she's about she's a big 60 she's well over 16 hands like um she's out of it she's out of it Half sister to Colonel Mustard from the family of Mass Marvel. Um, she's a real oh Jesus, she's just a spectacular mare, really. Like she won by 30 lengths and a pint to pint and didn't come off the bridle. Uh look, see, it's we it's we're gonna we're gonna stick to bumpers just to give her a bit of time. She is she's young, she's big, but when I say we're gonna aim for bumpers, it's people. she's really exciting. I know they're delighted with her down in Gardens. But don't want to go back in her for a champion bumper or anything like that. I know James is of the same opinion as myself and the boss that we wouldn't be partic- we wouldn't be big fans of the champion bumper. Like um, she'll probably come out around November or December. She might have two or three runs, I'd say. If she comes out and wins well, you could look at the mayor's bumper at the DRF or there's plenty of options for Mayor's bumpers, really. There's another one in there's another one in Punchestown as well, as well as Aintree. But until, until she goes and does it. If like say, if she won her first bumper and then won the DRF bumper, you might have considered Cheltenham, but it's probably still a no. It probably wouldn't be for us. We just think it takes a lot out of a young horse, and that's our end goal. Isn't bumpers? Our end goal is Hardlin and Chase. yeah. But look, if she comes out, if she comes out and wins that well, she could. If we we might give it a second thought. I'm not saying we will go there if she wins that but you think about it. Yeah. And but, so just people can save, people can save their money. Don't back her for the champion bumper. Don't back her for the Merit Novice. In all likelihood, she will not be going to Cheltenham this year.
2: Okay, fair enough. And then, uh, so moving on to just another horse that's going to be kept in bumpers for the year. Uh, Undeniable alibi. Uh, winner of a point-to-point point in February of this year in Punchestown, Won by four and a half lengths that day. Rating 94.0. He's entered in a bumper in Galway on Tuesday. Uh, is there anything you want to say about him?
1: Um yeah, he's he's one that actually he's one I'm really looking forward to this year. We bought him um we bought him as a star in the land rover there last year. Um he's from he's a full brother to a grade three winner in France called Fermin" or Sanfermin. I actually you'd be I'd be lying if I said I knew which pronunciation was the right one, but um one is point to point over two and a half miles, so people know. So I'd say he might have a bit more boot than a typical point to pointer. Um, yeah, he's he's an exciting one. He's one that I'm really, really looking forward to seeing this year. And I'd say he's probably one to keep on side. I know he's worked. He's worked well. He's worked well in gardens since he's gone there, and hopefully he might end up being one of their A bumper horses this year. And Look again, same as the mayor. The long term long term aim is chasing and them.
2: Fair enough. And is there
1: any other horses then being kept to bumpers this year? Um there's probably going to be one. It's um it's a lad we bought as a store in the summer in the Land Rover. Um Bags O'Toole bought him um a Zarak kind out of a Galileo mare, would you believe it? So it's not it's it doesn't scream a jumping pedigree, but Look, it's he'll will run him once in a bumper in probably February, and if he wins and he's good enough, then he'll take a chance in the old Land Rover bumper, what's now the Defender bumper in Punchestown, and so look, hopefully, it's 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 really one page wise you'd be saying if he if he's not a good bumper horse, we're I kind of being it's wishful thinking thinking he's going to be a good hardler with that pedigree, like, but yeah, so look, he's he should be made for a bumper. He's a real nice horse. We had him. We had him at ours over the summer again. Keith O'Brien did a fantastic job looking after him. And yeah, they like him in Gardens. He hasn't been in too long. He's probably only been there about a month. But no, the first the signs, the signs are nice so far. He's done everything he's done everything all right. So it's not one it's not one I'd be advising people to punt first time out, although he'll probably be a short price. Um but yeah, no, it's I can't. If I, would be lying if I told you he was working like a machine or anything like that. Cause they haven't done that much of them, and generally with those kind of with those kind of bumper types, they tend not to do too much of them beforehand because look, it's it's a bumper, and at the end of April, like there's not there's no real panic to be drilling them for the for the entire season. So it'll be taken slowly, slowly, easy, easy with them, and then hopefully come out February and hopefully win well because, yeah, no, I, I really like them now.
0: Okay. um, And I suppose they're the, the new kids on the block. And just before we wrap up this podcast, I think I'd like to ask you about the retirees, the golden oldies. We have new <laughs> horses coming in there in the bumpers, but uh, have we lost any horses to, to retirement? And what's, what's in store for them? What's the plan for them?
1: Yeah, there's a good few now. We have a couple on the farm now, so I'm... Um... A couple of the real, real greats. If people remember how where Rob Carr's roots started, these were <laughs> these were the found these laid the foundations really. So at home we have now trapped all the Yabu, who was a fantastic horse for James Motherway, He won a Midlands National. Again, he probably in a similar fashion, didn't that a shame? He probably should have won a Munster National and got chinned on the line by a horse called Spiderweb of JP McManus. Um, yeah, he was great old horse. He finished hard in a Kerry National as well. He's He's the one that really started it all. Really, he was—he was the beginning of the love affair. Yeah, Jesus. Who else do we have there? Um, Chris's dream is there. I know. You know, he's my all-time favorite horse. He—he's real. He—he he flew the flag for a lot of years. He was our first grade winner over hurdles. He won. He won a racing in Connell first time out of a grade three, which is always a great thing for us being being our local track. He won by about seventy odd lengths that day. Uh, he won. He was our first grade winner over fences as well, and. Jesus, he won a tri-town, he won a Red Mills chase, he won, Jesus, he, he was just some servant. Like, I love him to absolute bits. I adore the ground he walks on. And, and, uh, it's a pity, he probably, he's run a blinder the, in the Fox Hunters in Punchestown, I'd say. If he stayed up on fire, he probably would have won, but unfortunately he came down the only time he ever fell. Um, but sure, look, that's just one of those things. There's nothing Jackie could have done. It was just a mistake from the horse himself, and it's a pity he didn't go out on a winning route, but uh, on, a winning, on a winning run, but... Um, yeah, no, he's there. He's he's my pride and joy, really. Um, and looking forward to, as I said, give him hugs and rugs for the for the rest of his days. <laughs> um, other than that, we have Impact Factor. If people remember him, he hasn't ran in a few years now. He won um he won a grade A hand- he won a grade B handicap in Ferry House in December before. And um, then we have the mighty poker party. Who, oh. who I'm surprised isn't on. Who I'm surprised isn't on Jim's back on Killian's background. There, <laughs> he is no, he has no fucking Manila Indo. He doesn't have the great poker party instead. But uh, yeah, just, up, I'll, I'll actually, forgive
2: him for that. I'll just put my hands up. Like I, I'm not the, I'm not the, the background man. That was James. So he decided he obviously had to put in Indo. Like he's one of the all time greats. And I decided before. I think like I notebook think, notebook yeah. is probably the best jumper of offense. Of all time. <laughs> so he had to go in too. Like it's a pretty an sure it was left photo. I know. I'm pretty sure it was top.
0: left up to you now to decide what horses you want there and then I put them there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I suppose
2: like if, if I was given the option of three, like yourself, I didn't know there was three. Like you've, have, you've have your man there hiding away in the corner presenting Percy, like yeah, so. Percy, yeah. Yeah. Sure and like if I'd have known there was a third poker, definitely be in the mix. Um, <laughs> So he was just a bit underrated. Yeah, no,
1: anyway, but anyway, poker's there. and he won two big handicaps, he won the Kerry National, which is possibly my favourite day ever on a race course, if people haven't been down to this door, I know it's just after, it's just after running the cup. The festivals, after running a couple of weeks ago now, but no, it's one you should definitely go to, it's the locals, the locals love it, um, the race course is always great crack, it's great crack to go out in, I know they run a fantastic show, they put on a fantastic show down there, it's, it's my yeah, I uh, my favorite race, my favorite day in a race track, and um, yeah, no, you should definitely go there if you can. It's just go go there and tell people I'm here because of Poker Party.
0: <laughs> <laughs> very good, very good. Look, Rob, thank you very much for taking the time to run through um, all these horses with us. We do really appreciate it. Um, I'm sure the listeners do as well. And to the listeners, we'd really appreciate it if you could click that subscribe button. Um, and also let us know in the comments uh, what you make of the interview apart from that don't forget to tune in next week for part 2 we're going to be running through the novice hurdlers and novice chasers so it'll be interesting to get the lowdown on the upcoming season and the horses that maybe people don't know as much about Um, in comparison to these that we've spoke about today and we'll also get two horses to follow from Rob for next season so lads until next week thanks very much
1: thank you Thanks, guys.
2: Tucker's been headed and set the final 150 yards. Classical trade, and he is moved on by Haggish Tucker.